have a question. When does something become inappropriate past funny? Or what is that line between this is a joke and it's funny and or this is racist or inappropriate. And I think about the comedians and how if you're going to a comedy show or if you're sitting down and watching that, you're expecting that the comments and the dialogue will be, you know, risky and borderline like what? Because that's, that can be funny. Uh, It also, you know, can be shocking, which is another goal of a lot of comedians. So I was thinking about this because um, with the new coronavirus or the publicity of the coronavirus, I have heard some and seen some media where people are um, basically criminalizing or saying they're fearful of Chinese citizens in our country. And I thought, what? I actually saw a meme on um, social media where it was a person dressed in like a full-on hazmat suit and it said, just me going to get Chinese food or something like that, the, the exact quote. And I thought, okay, is that supposed to be funny or is that person racist? Because I couldn't tell. I didn't know the person who posted this um, meme. And then I thought, well, because that's the thing about memes, right, is they could be jokes, but they could actually be really digging at a deeper um, a deeper meaning that these people think. And I thought, oh, my Lord. In seventh grade, uh, we teach a uh, activity – and this is part of the curriculum that I use, where it is plague. And we try to bring in, you know, issues that students can relate to, like infectious diseases and cells and, you know, what what did we know from the past? What do we know about now? And one of the activities, uh, we actually show a short clip from this uh, video series called um, Matters of Life and Death. And you can find it on YouTube. It's an amazing series. And it has a whole bunch of different with like penicillin and Alexander Fleming, um, Pallegra and Joseph Goldberger. Well, this particular clip talks about uh, when Taiwanese and Chinese uh, citizens were coming over to North America to San Francisco area at the turn of the night or – 1900s. So I guess that would be the 20th century. Um, So like right around 1900, people were emigrating to uh, the San Francisco area and they were coming across on boats and they would be quarantined on Angel Island before figuring out if they could head to the mainland or not. Well, uh, you know, with plague and fear and the the plague outbreak had happened – in the the Taiwanese area pre-immigration and, you know, like in a short enough history where people were concerned about it. And of course, the fear was, we don't know how it spread. 
we know that it kills people. We know that it's devastating, uh, but we have no idea. And so, of course, one of the ways we predict is like it has to be human to human. It has to be infectious um, via human spreading. And we had no idea. So a boat filled with people came to the United States, to Angel Island, and um, lo and behold, people were sick. And they did quarantine some people. Actually, no, I think I'm wrong. I think the people weren't really sick um, when they took them off the boat. And they did find, you know, tons of stowaways of rats, but they actually found two human stowaways who were visibly ill. And they were stowing away and hiding because they were visibly ill. And for out of fear of being quarantined and treated poorly, they actually jumped off and tried to escape. Well, you know, San Francisco Bay, their bodies were found um, deceased at a later date. So now people are, ah, it's spreading, it's in the water, it's, it's on the streets. And what our citizens, uh, our white citizens did at that point was to literally rope off Chinatown and San Francisco. And not just rope off with like, hey, you guys, we're going to separate you because we think you're sick. Put armed guards uh, the fear of, oh my gosh, we don't know what spreads this and it's got to be a Chinese person took over all sensibility for people, but it was 1900. So you're like, well, they didn't really know. And they didn't really know much about microbes, right? Like this was the bacterial revolution had happened or was happening right then. Uh, and we did know that there were things smaller than we could see, but w we didn't really understand that. Uh, so not only did we rope things off, there was a sick merchant who was found um, at a, you know, somewhat around this time. And they decided, the, the white citizens decided to basically burn down Chinatown. They went in and fumigated, they removed, you know, destroyed homes and things kind of died down and didn't really, you know, nothing really happened for a while. And then the earthquake of 1906 happened. And between that time, scientists around the world had discovered that plague was actually not transmitted person to person. It was transmitted by a flea of all things. And so lots of people think it's, if it's rats and students sometimes come with the misconception that it's always the rats and people think that it was actually rats do not transfer it to humans. It's the flea bites the rat, gets the bacteria, then jumps on a human and bites the human. Well, why were there fleas in contact with humans? Well, because, you know, there was sanitation was an issue. Where do we put our garbage was, was an issue. You might have a home with a dirt floor or have access, you know, like there's no secure perimeters. So once they figured out that it wasn't humans, it was rats, the city after the earthquake and lots of um, infrastructure got messed up and, you know, shaken up that the rats actually came out again in got more contact with humans and plague, uh, instead of taking over, was now able to be controlled because we understood it was 
the fleas. So they fumigated for rats, they trapped rats, they killed rats, and then they did this wonderful thing called cleaning up. And they took the garbage off the streets and tried to isolate it into places where it was away from the population, aka our modern day landfills. Um, You know, our garbage is still here, we just move it away from our cities so that we don't have access or that bacterial uh, infection is less likely to access our community. So when I tell and teach this to my students and tell the story to my students, one of the things that comes up is this quarantine. And, and is that okay? And and what do we think about that? We also do a short little blurb on leprosy and how um, we now know that the, the – the tendency or the, uh, like your probability of getting leprosy is actually somewhat genetic, I think is what they found out where, um, most people are immune to the bacteria, but some people can get it. And it's, again, it's not highly infectious and we isolated people, we treated people poorly. And so one of the things that comes up is how do we treat people? Right, like when we don't know something and we're scared, we tend to make rash decisions, and that's your human brain, right? Like, ah, oh, crap, I didn't know something. I'm scared, and I'm going to react. But you also have that beautiful frontal lobe that we keep coming back to, where ah, oh, I'm going to react. But wait, 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 I know that that's not reasonable. I know that my next door neighbor, who is Chinese, and has never been to China does not have the coronavirus. I don't have to put on a hazmat to go to my favorite restaurant when they're just citizens of the United States like me. So seeing some of these posts, I'm questioning, are people being ignorant and reactionary and racist? Or was it supposed to be funny? And if it was supposed to be funny, I don't think Facebook memes or um, social media memes are the format for that because everything can be misconstrued. You don't know your audience, right? Like if something goes viral, you might have met, you know, called your friend and said, hey, buddy, blah, 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 blah. And it was funny between the two of you because you had that relationship, Just like if I'm going to go to a Trevor Noah uh, comedy show, I'm going to be prepared for what Trevor Noah says in his comedy shows. Uh, Same with Tiffany Haddish. I'm going to be prepared. Um, And if if you're not, then you wouldn't pay money to go there. Um, I would think that people... Dave Chappelle, you you know what I mean? Like if you you are anti what Dave Chappelle jokes about, you're not going to pay to go see Dave Chappelle. But my question is, did this person really put, I, I just, and I didn't know what to say. I didn't say anything actually, because I thought I don't, it's not that I'm overreacting. I just wonder because I do live in a world where we have racist, awful people. We have people talking about um, boycotting and banning uh, Chinese restaurants or uh, Chinatowns because of a virus that, first of all, may have come from a Chinese market, 
But that's it. It's not like there was something wrong or, you know, it's not this a group of people's fault. And like what infectious disease can you think of is anyone's fault as a race of people? What disease is because of someone's race specifically and not just because we are human beings that question has left me with hmm. so while people are watching the super bowl i didn't even know the super bowl was today until late last week um and then i didn't even know like what bowl what time why would people watch that uh i do wonder you know i mean like i get that we want to have distractions in our world because if we just sat and did what mind my mind does and just things and things and things it's exhausting and um it's it's not that it's productive but i'm constantly thinking of strategies and ways to be better uh so i didn't just spend four hours uh avoiding the world um although i hear that you know there's good good uh advertisements and good commercials I don't know I've never watched a live Super Bowl to see any of the advertisement or commercials I'm sure tomorrow people will be like oh my gosh you see that commercial no and then you can just watch it on YouTube if you wanted to uh, catch up so remember just because you have a reaction and feel a certain way doesn't mean it's reality Your fear about infectious diseases and dying is not anyone else's but your own. Um, Like, I saw a statistic, significantly more people die of the flu than have died or this coronavirus, like we can tell the characteristics of different viral infections and different, how different viruses, attack our systems the flu which we have a strategy of managing through the flu shot people choose not to do that and then they want to post racist horrible memes out of fear based on not i don't wouldn't say misinformation but maybe not enough information so I challenge uh, myself to find out more and to understand and to be empathetic and to seek first to understand and think about um, human beings as human beings and how we share um, and we have common uh, desires and, and you know needs and wants uh, and how some of our needs and wants are unique and it's okay. Be safe out there.